I've seen plenty of people, my friends included, post things saying that silence in the face of injustice is complicity with the oppressor and things of that nature. That thought really hit me this weekend. I'm guilty of being quiet for too long. As a white kid who grew up in the suburbs and now with cops in my family and circle of friends, I felt uncomfortable talking about injustice in the country. For a long time, I felt like it's not my place to comment on it, but it is our obligation to talk about it. We have to talk about it. We have to be better as humans and we have to end the systemic racism and oppression in this, excuse me, in this country. The silence from the knife community is deafening. I'm gonna say that again. The silence from the knife community is deafening. I haven't seen a single post about anything that's going on at all. Feel free to forward me or shout out anyone that's posting about it as I may have missed it. A majority of the US knife community feels very strongly about patriotism, as do I. Well, guess what? The people getting killed by cops are your fellow Americans. So stand up for them. I'm calling on American knife brands and makers to stand up for what's right and make a statement, make a donation, do something. Spiderco, in no order, Spiderco, Benchmade, Chris Reeve, James Brand, ZT, Kershaw, Gerber, Emerson, Hogue, Leatherman, CRKT, Microtech, Protech, Strider, Buck, Great Eastern Cutlery, all American knife brands. Stand up for something. Don't just sell us knives. What are you scared of? Pissing off some racists? I hope I piss off racists. Fucking unfollow me if you're racist, period. While we're on the subject, I've always hated the Black Knives Matter hashtag. It belittles and mocks the countless black and brown people that have died because of the color of their skin. Maybe you live in a predominantly white area and you literally have never given that a thought. Well, I'm here to let you know it's fucked up and it's time to give it a thought. Simple as that. If that's a hashtag that you use and you don't realize it's fucked up, it's time to realize that it's not okay. If you don't agree or you don't care, unfollow me. Matter of fact, if this post bothers you, unfollow me. You will not be missed. At the core of who I am are my beliefs that make me me. I think that we should love one another and uplift one another. And there's nothing more patriotic than standing up for our fellow Americans' rights. I'm out. Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That is the Everyday City Carry Podcast. Yeah, and we're off to a pretty heavy start, man. It's been pretty heavy. Uh, that video was done by Notorious EDC. Um, he's sort of a gear um, knife enthusiast. He's a photographer. Does a lot of cool stuff. And, um, you know, I, I feel exactly like him. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't know how to voice my opinion on the things that are going on, all this like civil unrest. 
And uh, I saw that video and I did post it on my IG stories and I did uh, repost it on my Instagram because I thought it was important. And um, yeah, man, it's really shitty what's going on right now. I usually don't um, comment on a lot of political things, you know, even though I have opinions because that's just, you know, that's how I grew up, man. You know, like my family keeps to themselves. A lot of Asians from that era just keep to themselves, you know. And, you know, but my friend, um, my friend Lancelot, who was supposed to do the Patreon episode with me, but he he ditched me. And for good reason, because he's going through all this stuff right now. You know, he's a a young black man in America and he's voiced his opinions very strongly on the on social media. You know, he sent me a text, actually, which kind of woke me up. And he was asking, he was asking, you know, how come these Asian like raver kids, these stomper kids in New York City that I've gotten cool with and I know are cool with a lot of black people haven't posted much on Facebook, which they're active on every day, except for, (laughs) except for Ken Yoon, you know, uh, Ken Thug is what we call him. (laughs) He's a, he's this Korean dude. And, you know, I, I was trying to explain to him via text, like what they may be going through. And I was like, you know, in personal experience, um, I think they're just scared to say something wrong. You know, maybe they're not as educated about the issue, right? And they're just scared to, of the backlash of saying something wrong. I think also, like, in, in my, me personally, um, I was scared to seem like I was virtue signaling. I never want to do that. That's why I don't talk about these sort of trending topics. I don't ever want to virtue signal. You know what I mean? I was I was guilty of that a lot when I was very active on Facebook, and and you know now I'm like much older and shit, and I just don't do that anymore. Yeah, and I was trying to explain to him, man, but in the middle of explaining to him, like I realized I was guilty of not voicing my opinion when I have a platform, no matter how small it may be. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, I'm not even a small fish in knife YouTube, bro. I'm I'm like an amoeba, you know, I'm like a microscopic creature, you know what I mean? Swimming in this YouTube knife lake, you know what I'm saying? Um, but Hey, you know, if I could shine some light on the issue at hand in the country by talking about it, you know, maybe get some conversation going, you know? I should, right? I should. You know, in Notorious EDC, that video, like, made me realize, um, yeah, I I definitely hardly saw any posts about the the riots, the protests, and things of that nature in in the knife community, man, you know? And it's just, uh, it it sucks, man. It really sucks what's going on. You know, I, I, I thought to myself, I was like, yo, if, if, if that man was murdered, George Floyd, right? If that was like one of my family members, I would want all those cops to be killed. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be real here. You know, like people are like, yeah, you know, they should all go to jail. Like, no, dude, I want them to get death penalty, you know? Like, and I, and I understand that being a police officer, you deal with danger every day. I've been seeing this Chris Rock uh, stand-up clip about about you know police you know it's just a few bad apples and that's a great bit you know and it and it was funny at the time but it's like true you know what i'm saying it's like you can't have pilots say that 
right? You can't have pilots like crash, you know. Oh, it's just a few bad bad apples, few bad pilots, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's a hard profession. But at the same time, like what happened was should never happen ever. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just really deep, man. And, you know, the, the text from my homie uh, Lancelot, uh, Aiden is his nickname. Lancelot Chase, by the way. So, shout out to Lancelot Chase, man. With the, the sickest name ever out of anyone I know. Um, so I asked him, like, what, you know, what should a person do if they support this movement or just, you know, sh- want to talk about this issue, right, which th- people should be doing because it's important. He texted me, nah, it means I shouldn't have to ever wonder what your position is. And if I do, it shouldn't take me an hour of scrolling to see one post. And, uh, you know, that hit me hard, man. I didn't actually, that was the last thing he texted me and I haven't replied to it yet. Because I don't know how to reply to it, you know, swiftly through text. I really want him to be on my podcast because... I also need to be educated. You know what I mean? I've kind of just, I stick to the sidelines when it comes to race issues and things like that, man. You know, I think Asians handle race, racism differently. You know what I'm saying? It's different. You know, I can't begin to understand how black people feel and how, about how they've been treated in this country. You know, Asians, like, I, I, I get a lot of ching chong shit too. You know what I'm saying? That happens to me, but you know, of course, I'm going to use humor to deflect and all that. Like, you know, when when Shane Gillis, who was about to be on SNL, um, he got in trouble because I think they were talking about I think the podcast he was on, I think the, the host or something, the co-host said the word chink in it. And, you know, they were going off on a trying to go on like a bit on a podcast just to talk about Chinatown and how it's becoming China and you know it was kind of on the racist side and I think that they were trying to be funny but they didn't arrive where they wanted to because that sometimes comedy gets fucked up like that and this is not a stand-up show he wasn't doing that it was on a podcast right and you know a lot of a lot of Asians were pissed off about that and to me like I was just like I could tell that they were trying to find funny and they couldn't you know that's why it turned out not being funny and I've listened to Shane Gillis on other podcasts and I think the dude is hilarious but yeah man back to that um yeah it's just fucked up uh please look into it yourselves guys and you know if you have an opinion on it and you want to talk about it uh you should you know watch that notorious EDC video uh, I put I put the whole thing on my Instagram, and uh, we're gonna watch other clips today. You know, it's crazy how just before all this happened, everyone was still kind of worried about COVID or kind of not worried because I, I I started seeing more and more people not wearing masks. You know, not wearing masks uh, when I was going to work. So, but you know, back to the protests and the riots. If like there isn't a spike in COVID cases. It's over, bro. It's over. You know, like what's going to happen next after that? What are people going to start thinking? That's what I was thinking the other day. Um, let's get back to some community stuff, you know, now that I've, I've gotten that. Um, 
I've talked about that now, which I really wanted to. I don't even know if I covered it well enough, to be honest. So I'm really going to try to get Lancelot on here because smartest, one of the smartest people I know, man, you know, and he's really good at breaking down um, these issues. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I like to, I love talking to this guy. Um, so I'm going to try to have him on. And yeah, man, I'm just going to talk about just new people appearing in the community in our little EDCC community just supporting the channel man it's crazy uh this dude left the EDC just out of the blue was just like hey man I um I listen to your podcast and watch your content I love it I want to send you some knives and he sent me uh my very first you know benchmade bench benchmade benchmade 940-2 I've never had a 940 and uh, I can tell you right now that this is absolutely freaking amazing. It's ugly as fuck, dude. The 940 is ugly as fuck, bro. Like, I don't even understand. When I saw this and people were like, oh, this is one of the greatest EDC knives of all time. I was like, you guys are on crack. But now I can understand. I've smoked that crack, the 940 crack. And I understand why you guys love this knife. It's absolutely uh, amazing. This is a treasure in the knife community. Uh, Lefty EDC also sent me this. This is the Wii Knife 704X, which is absolutely fucking stunning. Big Red EDC was like, hey, man, that is like a Civivi Asticus. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. It's like a, it's like if the Civivi Asticus went on a diet. Like he went on Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or some shit. And he became the Wii 704. This is an awesome knife. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether I'll give this one away. <laughs> Sorry about that. Whether I'll give this one away or, uh, or keep it. I'm definitely going to do a giveaway soon since we reach 1,500 subs and I, I want to do a giveaway. We're trying to hit that 2,000, man. We're trying to hit that 2,000. When I get to 2,000 subs, I'm eating chicken wings again, and I'm going to put even more hot sauce on it this time. We're going to do fan questions again, and some of the newer faces on the channel are going to be able to enjoy, you know, a Sharp Ones episode, man. We're going to have Kelly back on, um, and we're going to see... I'm definitely a knife guy because that whole time doing that rant right now, I was flipping the fucking Wii 704. This is the other knife that just came in. I want to talk about it a little bit. This is the Cancept Mini Cryo. And this is fucking amazing. Uh, I definitely have some thoughts on it. It's S35BN titanium scales. Uh, you got blue hardware. And uh, I wish the barrel spacers were also blue. But it kind of matches a little bit. A little bit. And it's smooth as fuck, dude. Yeah, love it. Love it. Designed by Kim Ning. Uh, let's keep going here. So we're going to take a look at Knife News. We're going to take a look at Knife News right now. Let me get that set up. All right, so we're on knifenews.com. This is a really useful website to get news. Um, I started going on it more mainly for the podcast. And, you know, it's been a sort of a... A reoccurring segment on the pod, right? And uh, we're going to look at this as Boker creates new kitchen knives that welcome a patina. That's kind of fucking interesting, isn't it? 
It says, Boker's latest project is the Patina series, a small line of cooking knives that emphasizes the heirloom quality of the company's Solingen, Germany-made products. Three knives are on the way with one special variant releasing alongside. And the picture they're using here is them cutting potatoes. It's just like two chef's knives cutting potatoes. So, office knife. The term office knife isn't a commonly used one, and it might not sound like it belongs in a kitchen at all. But an office knife is really just a paring knife. A Boker's and Boker's patina office knife certainly has the appropriately svelte dimensions. With a 4.21 inch blade that tapers into a spear point-ish profile. Interesting. Now, they have a couple of knives here. The carving knife takes the general shape of the office knife and scales it up. It has an 8.27 inch blade, ready to work the particular chores associated with meat preparation. But again, as the office knife, the non-denominational blade shape means that the carving knife can shift into a wide variety of culinary chores as needed. I am surprised that I didn't fucking screw that up. Dude, whoever wrote this article is like really testing my reading skills, bro. No, this is the chef's knife now. No kitchen knife set is complete without a chef's knife, and Boker turned out a very classical one for the Patina series. In terms of blade length, it's on the smaller side. In fact, at 8.46 inches, it's not that much longer than the carving knife, but the broad western style blade shape gives the chef's knife some additional horsepower for general food prep and the special variation with, with a Damascus blade. I, I've been thinking about, I was like, man, do we don't use knives enough um, at my place to warrant me buying like, you know, knife company made like kitchen knives I wish there was a reason you know be like oh we need a spidey chef you know what I'm saying <laughs> or like something like that but um <clears throat> yeah not you know Kelly and I eat chicken mostly you know healthy as fuck and that's really all we I don't have steaks that much and it's a little too expensive for me but I'll fucking love steak dude if I could have it every day I would and I used to I used to man when I was ketogenic and I was just eating you know lots of fat and stuff uh to slim down you know, ketogenic diet. If you guys, you know, chubby dudes want to get less thick, go keto, bro. Yeah, but I was just eating steak and avocados for almost every meal. Loved it. I, can, I never got tired of it. Um, next article we got. Let's see here. Benchmade brings Jared Oser's Tengu tool into production realm. Wow, that's an interesting interesting fucking knife so what i'm seeing here is this tiny ass like small tanto benchmade that looks like it could be from victorian ox with this sort of coat of arms shield logo thing <clears throat> it's interesting benchmade is already providing a line expansion for the new t- 2020 Jared Ozer designed 601 Tengu. The 602 Tengu tool is a shrunk down friction folder that also brings a bit of multifunctionality to the table. That's pretty good, eh? So let's see. Um, the With a squat tanto blade measuring just 1.14 inches long. Very cool. CPM 20 CV is the blade steel. Um... Let's see. Hold on. Do the both sides. Oh, okay. It's a friction folder, which is interesting. Hmm. 
Let's see what else it says. Um, the scales are made from contoured black G10 with a shield inlay on the show side scale, just like the 601. The Tengu tool does not have a pocket clip. Instead, Benchmade is including a leather slip with each knife. The Tengu tool, unsurprisingly, weighs very little, just 1.04 ounces. Hmm, interesting. Huh. Okay. Okay. Pretty cool, man. What do you guys think of that one? think it's I. Probably going to be mad loot, though. Uh, let's look at this. Tomasco Rumisi creates a versatile Ferrox fixed blade. So what is this, like Black Fox Knives or something? The latest design by prolific maker Tommaso Rumisi, Rumichi to hit the production scene is the Fox Knives Ferrex. And the picture I'm looking at here is partially serrated. I think this is a spear point, I'm going to guess. And it's got a very interesting like wraparound coil thing in the middle of the handle part. It's got like a sort of carabiner-esque hole with what looks like a it could be a belt loop or key ring. Interesting. And I see the sketch here. Huh. I'm not very into fixed blades, but fixed blade people, let me know what you think of this one. It's got a 3.54 inch drop point that comes with a partially serrated edge or in the... What the fuck kind of word is that? <laughs> or in the cold... Teleria Cintilia exclusive variant called the Spark with a plain one. Yo, knife news. Why are you testing me, bro? You know what I'm saying? I wasn't born here. <laughs> English is not my native language. Fox made the blade from N690CO. Huh. And complemented this steel's well-rounded characteristics with a robust flat grind and an expansive swedge. And then it says, Rumichi opted for pure simplicity, a linear shape beefed up in the center of the grip with G10 scales. Hmm. It's 5.29 ounces is the weight, and it's going to come with a Kydex sheath. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe not for me, though. So we're going to look at another freaking weird ZT, Jens Anso and ZT Conjure Up Draw Point Slip Joint. What is going on with ZT, man? I miss the old overbuilt-ass ZT. Like, I want the tank knives to come back, man. That's what we loved. <sighs> so this is the this is the 235. I'm just going to gloss over this. I'm, like, not even into this right now. Okay, it's 2.6 inches, blade length, and... Let's see what's going on here, Carbon fiber, handle scales. There's a half-stop included. Oh, however, just like the 230, the 235 has a less traditional double detent setup to keep it more secure, whether open or closed, a half stop is also included. I don't know. M390 blade on this one, carbon fiber scales. I don't know, guys. I'm <laughs> just not. ZT has not been doing it for me. And ZT was like the thing to get. Like when I would get a new ZT, I'd feel, you know, really good about myself, man, as a knife guy. Now it's like, I don't even want that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, ZT. Like, you guys have lost me, man. I miss the old stuff, you know? You know what I really want? I want, um, is it the 808? It is the 808. So, if any of you guys have an 808, man, like, I kind of want one. 
because, you know, I like the smaller knives and uh, that was always on my radar. Now they're discontinued. They only have the black one for sale and I want just like a plain one or an anodized one. Um, or if you guys just want to send one in, if you own one, you want to just send one in, I could check it out do a video on it, you know, send it back. I don't have to keep it, but that is definitely one that's been on my radar that I really want to check out, you know? Every ZT I've gotten, I've loved. Every every single one. Uh, but that's enough for knife news right now. We're going to go to... You guys all love Gramworthy, right? So I'm going to show you this crazy video. I saw it on The Fighter and the Kid, actually. And it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Uh, it fucking crazy. So, yes, yeah, so I saw this on The Fighter and the Kid. And it's this kid. And he's just walking with his dad in a... Like a park or something and there's like a grizzly bear right behind him mute dude Vieni Ale Hey vai They're talking in Italian Bro Non dargli la schiena I would be so fucking scared right now Shit and the, the kid is like you know, look, oh my god, that bear is so huge. That, kid, that bear is fucking huge. We just killed this. Look, oh my god, he stood up and shit. Fuck. I would be so fucking spooked right now. This kid is just keeping calm right now, bro. I would probably have run and got killed. Oh shit, and it's still there, it's standing up and like... Oh shit, the mom is like screaming. And the kid is like, shut up, you're gonna get me fucking killed, you stupid... Dude, that bear could take all three of them out right now. You know what I'm saying? Dude. Oh shit, the bear. Alright, the bear stopped following the kid now. Wow. Bro. <laughs> he's saying like bear or something. That bear is just like, he's out now. Bro, that is crazy. That's crazy. Alright. Had to share that video because of how insane it is. That could have went really badly. <laughs> So we're going to watch some Subway Creatures videos since uh, people like that in the last one. And I, I like watching them. So we're going to watch some right now. And the first one, <laughs> the caption is Ghetto Popemobile. Yeah, this guy, I guess it's like for COVID, he's in a wheelchair and he's got like this. <laughs> I wish I saw that on the train, man. The next one is, let's see, I've got, <laughs> oh man, this is so stupid. <laughs> This was this this one says subway workout. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> 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 
for those of you just listening, this this guy, he has his legs hanging off like subway, like a subway handrail, and he's on his head, balancing on his head. <laughs> one of the captions made, one of the comments made me crack up. It says, "This guy fucks." shit so one of the things that were a new story before was that um and you know i experienced a little bit of this so the picture says cdc warns of aggressive cannibal rats facing shortage of garbage to eat and dude that's fucking true bro because i know i told the story like um in one of the podcasts like when i would go throw out my garbage the rats are aggressive dude like, I would open the door and the rats are just chilling there. They're looking at me like, yo, what the fuck you doing here, Holmes? I'm like, what the fuck? They just don't give a fuck, man. So rats, since um, not, a, not enough garbage, you know, that there's not enough garbage to eat. They've just been eating each other, bro. Rat wars in New York City. And New York City rats are like fucking huge, dude. They're like cat size, some of them, you know? I know you guys have been seeing a lot of uh, riot videos on the social media and the news right now. That's like, I don't know what's getting the clicks, what's getting the watch time and what's getting airtime or whatever. But, you know, there are there are some good stories that I've seen. Like there's this protest here that I'm going to show right now. This is like, uh, if you guys are just listening, it's frontline workers in hospitals, you know, in their scrubs and protesters just walking peacefully and they're clapping for each other, you know? It's kind of a beautiful moment there. Let's see what else I got here. Oh, so this is a video. Um, yeah, it's... I'm going to show it right now. It's this uh, this black lady yelling at some of the protesters who have, like, just destroyed property. These are fucking people who live in public housing! And you just made a fucking melee! You took down bus routes! There are people who live in the center who have to go back uptown to work! And you are here! I am talking 
about the people who go to a methadone clinic down the goddamn street. And you fucking think this is a protest? I gave my fucking blood, sweat, and tears for this country. I served this country for 10 goddamn years. So when you think about this anger and this fucking rage, because there's a way to get answers. Every single last one of you better be fucking registered to vote. Yes, ma'am. Every single last yeah. one of we you. Are. Yeah. 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 So do me a favor for every single person out here protesting. Remember, there's three homeless men who rely on that as a charging station. And what? What? Will it even work now? For the sake of what? So you can go back home to your fucking comforts. Sit in your house and think that you did some fucking work today. There are people out here who work in these bodegas, who are security officers, who are maybe not descendants of slavery, but came over here as immigrants to do their jobs. So great, everybody's And you created an unsafe goddamn environment. And I am tired of it. I don't care how you decide to organize and protest. But you don't fucking riot. You don't burn shit in my goddamn neighborhood. I am a resident here. And you will fucking realize this resident doesn't look like any of you. Because she is black. She has a fucking right to be mad. But when you come in here with your fucking privilege and you take down resources that my community needs, these houses, these buildings are dilapidated because of fucking, we don't have patrons here. There are immigrants who fucking built a fucking eyebrow threading studio. And we got spray paint on their shit. So you want to fucking do something, make sure you're registered to vote. Don't yeah. start with a goddamn fire, and you better pass it on to all of your fucking friends. You stay out of our fucking neighborhood, and you take this shit to the corporations, you take it to Wall Street, but you don't fucking come on this block. Period. This is a fucking neighborhood with immigrants, and you should treat it as such. And, you know, yeah, man, this is one of the more powerful videos I've been seeing circulating social media. And, you know, I wanted to share it, man, you know, and it gives me, you know, it gives you those feelings, you know what I mean? Um, My family is very fortunate that the RCBD shop, you know, is kind of not in the line of fire of where the uh, the riots are. Not the protest, because the protest, that should be fucking happening, bro. The protest should be happening. Uh, the rioting, look, I understand that people are angry. I don't even know how I feel about that. Because on one side, it's like, because of the COVID stuff, people are starving. And, and maybe people are just like stealing and looting because they need that shit. You know, people need money. Uh, people need food. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. 
but yeah, that's, um, it was good getting that perspective in that video. That's why I wanted to share it here again, like kind of just doing my part, like voicing my own opinions and thoughts about everything that's going on right now, which I think everyone is kind of thinking about in the country, you know, or they should be. Um, this is another video right here. Let's see if I can find it. I don't have it for some reason. Uh, let's look at, let's look at this one then. The, the, the notes say street gymnast. <laughs> this guy's doing like that exercise, you know, when the dude is usually on a, I forgot what that's called, a pommel horse. And he's, he's doing it with a bucket and a basketball hoop, bro. <laughs> um, oh shit, this one's mad funny. So this is in New York City. This is in what is New York. And this lady... Let's watch it. What the fuck? This lady has a turtle on a leash and it's like, my, my notes say emotional support turtle. And I'm not surprised by seeing that, honestly. I've seen pretty much everything in New York. This is the last one from what is New York, the page, and it's uh, cops kind of like leaving a building and then someone just blasts the cops like theme, you know, like the bad boys song. <laughs> and they're just chilling like they're about to leave. the cops that are rolling up with the car though they like you know had to like shut it down that shit's so funny to me man that shit made me laugh so much and the last one that i've got from what is new york <clears throat> is this picture and the caption says can someone from the bronx explain this to me <laughs> and it's this dude wearing a giant bronx neck chain with these huge sunglasses just chilling on the subway yo with this crazy haircut that it looks like it could be from the movie The Fifth Element. Ah! And it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Aight, I'ma Head Out. Not a lot of clips on this one because didn't do Subway Stories because not a lot of Subway Stories to tell, man. You know, um, I'm actually off work right now, but I think I might go in today when the riots started... My, my family was worried about me. First of all, dude, there is an 8 p.m. curfew in New York City. 8 p.m. for the city that never sleeps. It started at 11 p.m. and now it's moved to 8 p.m. And I don't even know what the curfew is going to be today. And they've been sending that um, that crazy text, you know, and it goes, Eeeh! and like you'll just get that alert, like, you know, curfew is in effect. Um, but yeah, so I live about over an hour away from where I work. You know, the shop is in Brooklyn and I've got to take two trains to get there. And I've never minded doing that, you know, but it can get pretty sketchy. Like where I live right now, it's fine. 
there hasn't really been any rioting or looting or anything like that going on here. It's a very residential area. There's not a lot of shopping stuff going on. But the shopping center near our our apartment is is shut down pretty much. They close early or they're closed. Target is definitely closed, bro. Also, maybe don't call yourself Target. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, like my brother, who's the owner of Ala CBD, shout out to A, Ala CBD, was like, yo, you should go home, bro. He told my sister-in-law to go home and that was two days ago. Uh, you know, I, I, I left at like 2.30. And... Um, you know, if I was going to observe the curfew, I would have to leave at five probably to be safe. So the train, my train rides have been like this. Um, I'll get on my train and once I hit around like closer to Midtown, which is around 42nd Street where Times Square is, things like that, is when things start to get a little, a little bit sketchy, a little bit where the energy kind of changes and people are a little bit more heightened and amped because they either just come from, you know, doing some rioting or, you know, protesting and things got hairy or wiry in a peaceful protest, you know, any of that happening. But yeah, the energy is definitely different. People are, um, are, are amped up. They're in each other's faces. They're talking louder. And, you know, when you're in those kind of situations, things can pop off. When I got to Brooklyn Bridge or Chambers Street Station, there were entrances blocked off, a lot of police and stuff. So, you know, it's it's kind of a weird thing because even though I'm doing nothing, um, I can get fucking arrested or pulled away like in this clip. That dude was literally walking across the street, bro. So, you know, you never know, man. You never know what can happen. I think my family was just trying to play it safe. And, um, you know, it really sucks um, what's going on, you know? I hope that this podcast isn't too much of a bummer to my regular listeners. But, you know, this stuff is important to me. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, Notorious EDC and my buddy... Lance, you know, maybe kind of uh, think about it a lot in the past couple of days. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate my business isn't, isn't affected. You know, actually, like a list, uh, right before the quarantine happened, it, things were getting kind of slow, and the quarantine happened, things were even slower, and then sort of coming off almost the quarantine now. It's been doing better, man. You know, I think people got a little more educated about CBD and what it can do for anxiety. And I've been seeing a lot of people come in for anxiety and insomnia. And dude, let me tell you something right now. For you of my listeners who, you know, don't want to smoke pot or anything like that and want the medicinal benefits that it can give you. Let's say you don't want to take pain pills CBD is absolutely fucking amazing for anxiety, insomnia, and pain. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is, dude. You know, for daily stuff. And it's not going to make you feel any sort of way. It's going to make you feel less anxious, which is really good. And people have been coming in for that. People are coming in more educated. They know what they want. And um, that's really cool to see that, man. But yeah, uh, A-list, um, I haven't been working. I might go there today to take some pictures. I'm doing this crazy new thing. Uh, uh, if you guys follow my Instagram, you'll notice like, damn, 
Ray is posting three times a day, and I'm doing that, bro. I'm going to post three times a day on my knife stuff, too. Different things. Just to see, you know, use a different social media strategy. I'm trying to boost the sales of A-List, and I'm also trying to boost, um, you know, following on Instagram. Maybe funnel that through YouTube if it works. On YouTube, I've been posting more, too. I think you guys have seen that. I've been posting more videos. And I love it. I love it, man. It's a lot of hard work. It's another It's another job, basically, but I love it. I love it. What sucks is, and this is one of the notes right here, is I've been playing Diablo 3. I've been playing Diablo 3 a lot, and it is fucking my life up. Fucking my life up, you know? Let me explain, okay? So Diablo 3 is a game that is highly addictive, right? And normally you'll have some kind of shield from that will, you know, will stop you from playing. Like I have a girlfriend. So normally she'd be like, you know, spend time with me or whatever. But Kelly also plays <laughs> and she has a good time just playing video games with me. So we just play for hours, dude. Last weekend, I think we played for like almost seven hours. <laughs> like you guys are like, what? Yeah, not, a, not in one sitting, but we just play that shit, you know, and I have a homie of mine, Spazman, shout out to Spazman in San Francisco, he plays a lot too, and he's working from home right now, and he's just like, he's, I was like, did you do any work today? He's like, enough, I've done enough, but I've played mostly all day, and this dude goes ham, yo, he goes hard into Diablo 3, and I've, I've been liking it a lot, look man, if you play Diablo 3, you're on the PlayStation Network, uh, you know, let's get a game going. Sending an invite out to people that listen to this. Uh, let's get a game going. If you're Stranger Danger and you're like weird though, don't get upset if I, you know, like kind of just cut the game off and all that because I do have to worry about exposing Kelly to, to weird fuckers. <laughs> and I don't know if any of you guys are, you know, that listen to this. And it's fine, man. Be weird. I'm fucking weird, but I got to protect my girl from that. So. Uh, if you're going to be in the game with us on voice chat through PlayStation Network, definitely be respectful. And some people have added me. I think Jade Schaefer has added me. He's more of a Warzone player. Uh, the homie Crispy Things, um, you know, shout out to Crispy Things channel. Uh, check him out for wallets and things of that nature. He's amazing with that stuff. He does vinyl action figures and stuff too, which is, he's, he's, he's really good at that. Um, but yeah, you know, you got to... If you want to get a game in, add me on PSN. I'll put my uh, little tag here of what it is. Nick Shabazz plays Diablo 3. You know, if you guys want to see Nick Shabazz talk about an action RPG and, and answer knife questions, his Twitch is is all about that, yo. I think it's Twitch TV slash Nick Shabazz or something like that. You could try that out. Um, but yeah, fuck, dude. I'm all about that D3, that Diablo 3 right now. Just looking at builds, seeing how to get stronger and leveling up. It's not good. I gotta let you know it's not good. Uh, one of the other things I checked out, which absolutely blew me away, and I talked to DCS, Daily Carry Solutions, about this, is Justice League Dark apocalypse war i paid for it i rented it on amazon uh, prime video for 5.99 i can't even watch it now it's only available 48 hours this is the justice league movie that we wanted that justice league movie that came out 
is is okay like the way it looks but like the story was weak as fuck the way it was executed was weak as fuck dark side wasn't in it which should have been the main bad guy and this supposed snyder cut of the justice league movie dark side is the main bad guy and justice league dark apocalypse war is fucking insane if you want to see A-list heroes get torn apart, you know, you want to see Shazam's leg get pulled off from his body. You want to see Wonder Woman's arm get pulled off. Cyborg's arms get torn off. People just ripped in half. Aquaman, you know, ripped in half. This is a rated R animated movie. This is your movie, dude. And... um you know, everyone just gets fucked up in it, and it's crazy. And and what's awesome is, you remember, I don't know, for you guys that keep up with comics, you know who John Constantine is. You know, uh, he was portrayed by Keanu Reeves in the movie, and uh, which is weird, even though I love that movie. John Constantine is an English guy, and he's like a Doctor Strange type character in the DC universe, except he's like a little more street smart, you know? He does magic and stuff, and he was the main focus of this movie. You know what I'm saying? Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad was in it. They do some shit. You know, it's just so fucking good, man. And uh, you guys should check it out, definitely. You know, if you are wondering if the $5.99 is worth it and you're a comic book fan and you want to watch something animated, this is the best thing to fucking watch right now. It's so good. I also watched uh, another thing I rented on Prime Video was Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion. Dude! I fucking loved it. It's about Scorpion getting his revenge on Sub-Zero, who killed his entire clan and family, and how he became Scorpion with a mask. But the way they do the deaths was amazing. Like, it's just like the video game, when you see, like, his spear go into, like, the person's skull, and they do an x-ray and a close-up of the skull, and it's just done very well. I enjoy the crap out of that one, too. That's another one that, if you're wondering... If you should pay the money to rent it, you should. It's probably going to come out on some type of platform like a year later, you know, Netflix or something. But I thought it was worth it, you know, just to watch it now. It's really, really good. What else have I been doing? Uh, Avatar. We just finished season two, which is the book of Earth. And that was really good. Kelly is super hooked, man. You know, she she kind of like fights me about it. You know, because I want to play Diablo 3 sometimes. And she's like, no, let's watch some Avatar first, then play Diablo 3. She's so, like, into it now. It's crazy. So, yeah, man, you know, uh, that's the stuff that I've been watching. Ozark Season 2, I'm about to finish it. That's another one. Yeah, I already talked about that, though. Already talked about that, though. I haven't been watching a lot of anime lately. I'm going to get back into it next week. I'll give you guys some recommendations. But, you know, this podcast... I just wanted to talk about the current uh, state of the country and what's going on and how I feel about it. Look, man, and I hope, you know, um, I hope you guys like look into it. I hope everyone is staying safe, by the way. If you guys are out and about right now, you know, hope you're staying safe. If you're protesting, more power to you. If you're peaceful protesting, just stay safe, everybody. And I'm glad that I'm glad that you got, um, you uh support me guys it really means a lot to me it's it's kept me sane throughout this quarantine and just in my life man youtubing is a therapy sesh so i'm glad that you guys just tune in every week 
Shout out to the people that are trying to get me to get Patreon started, man. Like Winchester Inc., this dude, longtime follower of mine, is like basically wants to give me the money for any Patreon platform that I do. And I'm trying to get that started, man. I, I don't want to just have a Patreon where people can just donate money. I don't want that. I want to do something. And uh, I'm in a good place to get that started. i just trying to figure out what it is. I was going to do, you know, I really want Lancelot on it. You guys would um, love that, I think. But then that wraps it up for this week, man. That wraps it up for this week. Stay safe. Much love to everybody. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace yo don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments